Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The Volume. It's Snaps presented, I want to say it like that. It's Snaps presented by FanDuel. And it's also March, which means the sports calendar is packed. And there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. There's so many different sports to bet on, whether it's the NBA, college basketball, the PJ Tour. Of course, the app is safe and secure and easy to use, right? And they've always got great offers and boosts for both new and and existing customers. Maybe what you care about most when you get paid, you're going to get paid fast. And you already know about all the great ways that you can play, be it futures, money lines, overs, unders, same game parlays. I actually really love the same game parlays. Um, like as it's going on, you go to the My Bets tab and you can you can really get an idea of, okay, what's the score? What's going on? How close am I? It gives you like a little bar, like as the rushing yards creature getting close. So it's, it's, it's even from just a pure utilitarian design standpoint the best app to go check out and then you can combine you know all of these different ways to play in infinite ways so you play your way so download the FanDuel app today and start making every moment more yo what's happening everyone welcome in to snaps your favorite daily college football podcast we love doing this every single day i'm one of your hosts t bob a bear joined by qb1 aaron murray we got a lot to get to today exciting mm. weekend aaron what's up brother how we feeling today mr qb1 hey listen i'm not feeling as good as my center one after what? taking the wife golfing on saturday going golfing today you live glorious life i i he said it last week when T-Bob was doing some other QB1S something. I forgot what it was. I was I late on Thursday. I was late on Thursday. I made everybody wait on my schedule because I was getting my body worked on. Yeah, because in his body work. So he turns body work into a full weekend yep. of golf, a Monday yep. of golf. So don't 
believe T-Bob when he has the pity party. Feel bad for me. Feel bad for me. Dude's going to Disney World. He's getting his body worked on. He's playing golf twice a week. T-Bob lives a life that I want to live. I When I grow up, I want to be T-Bob. I would love to be T-Bob. I want to this, go, so don't listen to the BS. Happy Monday. This everyone. is a great argument against actually myself because I'm going to argue for Anthony Richardson here in a little bit, right? Because this snapshot of time that we're seeing from Anthony Richardson, you'll argue that the snapshot of time that we're seeing from Anthony Richardson is not representative of who Anthony Richardson is all the time, right? So in that same way, do not mistake what have been a heater of a few weeks for your boy here. As it, like I golfed one time in the last year and I have now gone twice in a weekend. And Darren, I got some other news that I can't say. You just told me. You just told Coming me how to amp that you usually get invited to three or four of these charity no, tournaments. No, 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 yes. no, no. This year, for some reason, randomly, this month alone, we have uh -huh. three different remotes where we're doing the morning show from the golf course and then have to go play with clients afterwards. So now, now I'm only getting a few holes in, right? I played oh, like four or five life. holes because then, then, then I had to come down here. Hey, hey, look, man. This is the blue. This is look. I'm a blue collar local radio man. Okay. Now I, I I say I'm not really blue collar. I grew up with a silver spoon. My dad played in the NFL. My parents got divorced. My mom remarried someone who who did great, right? But none of that is mine. But I grew up. I grew up on Easy Street. Okay. I do not want to try to put on any airs that I had some sort of hard scrabble Too lifestyle, late. right? But no. But as an adult, as an adult, okay. I'm out here, blue collar radio men doing the local work. I hang out in front of a grocery store every Friday for two hours, shaking hands, mm. handing out pop caps for your cell phone, handing out gift cards. And so you know what? I'll be damned if I get a couple days in March where I get to go chill at a golf course, drink some margaritas, and play some golf. I'm I have no I, don't I have feel no bad qualms. For you. I don't I have feel no bad for you. about it, dude. I don't feel bad. Wednesday for me night, T Bob does shows from a cigar bar, gets drunk. Saturdays during the season does the yeah, same damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Hey man, look, dude, it's 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 just the crazy path that life it has is a led good me grind. On. It's a good grind. It's what we always I talk about. Like enjoy what you do. Enjoy what um, you do. I I, I do. Be, get to, I myself get to go to a lot of charity golf events. I already told Brum before yeah. the show. Uh, this is my conundrum. This is this is pretty bad. But I got invited to a charity tournament. Said yes. This is a, a like a month, random Monday next month. It was for Tony Barnhart's tournament, which I play in every year. An hour is that after Mr. Tony's SEC? tournament. Is Tony Barnhart Mr. Yes. SEC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy? Okay. Mr. yeah, yeah. So literally an after after I committed to playing in this tournament, I get a text from a tournament that I played in last year saying, Hey, same tournament, East Lake, the same date as Tony's. Are you in? I'm like, Oh, ha, ha. I mm -hmm. literally just committed mm -hmm. to another mm -hmm. tournament mm -hmm. an hour ago. It would have been a conundrum because I love Tony. I still probably would have done Tony's, but I don't know. Maybe you know, chance to go play East Lake. It's it's hard to say no. Hard to say no. To that See, one. that's that QB one lifestyle. I've that's never been QB one I've never been double booked for. I was a actually charitable triple booked. Tournament. I was tri actually triple booked on that day because I had a third one by Lauren Smith to play at Athens Country Club on the same day. I'm like, can y'all like just Sheesh. mix it up a little bit? There's like. Four Mondays in April. Why is everyone playing on one Monday for their charity tournament? Like, let's let's. I will communicate this to the state of Georgia a little bit. I will say this: as you get older, you recognize that 
charity is a great excuse to throw a massive party, right? Like, let's say you want to skip work on a Monday. You want to go get drunk on a Monday during the day. You Mm -hmm. want to play golf with the boys or the girls on a Monday. Uh, What do you do? You do it for the kids, okay? Because that's why we're all out here. Yeah, we may be having fun. We may be hanging out, skipping work, but we're doing it for the kids. That's like here locally. We have this thing called Hogs for the Cause, and it's a giant music festival. And it's some of the hardest that I ever party in my entire life every single year. But at the end of the day, I'm doing it for kids who have been dealt horrible hands by lives that when they're dealing, you know, fighting um, cancer and other issues, they get these beautiful houses for them and their family to stay in. So we're doing it for the kids. So guys, as you become an adult, if you're somebody out there listening and you're not already, maybe you're a little younger than us, just know as you get older and older, charity is your best path to partying like yeah. a complete madman. And it's great. And everybody wins. Yeah, everybody wins. Everyone wins. You know, I get to go play golf. Most of the kids in, in Honduras, I put a charity golf tournament for ESP, extra special people. We raised $150,000 for those kids last year. What? They golf too. Yeah. We throw Hell massive yeah. Mad, That's awesome, man. Hell yeah. Appreciate that. Um. All right, T-Pat says, Anthony Richardson is a bust. He gives me serious Jamarcus Russell vibes. I want to start right here. First off, first off, um, the Jamarcus Russell, Anthony Richardson comp has to stop, okay? If the Cam Newton, Anthony Richardson comp has to stop, so does Why are you giving me that look? Jamarcus Russell was awesome in college. Jamarcus Russell awesome. does not fit I, yes, into the same box that you put Anthony Richardson in. Like Jamarcus Russell would have been more like, oh, he's like Cam Newton, but he ended up being mm-hmm. bad, right? Like, or Cam Newton was like Jamarcus Russell, but he ended up being good. Like, like Anthony Richardson is, it, it's just not a good comp. It's a comp in the same way that Cam Newton is and that they're all massive, right? Like Josh Allen, we got to throw Josh Allen in there. So we're not guilty of just being like, oh, he's a giant black quarterback. They're all, no, no, like, no. So they're, that, the, the physical similarities are all that's there, right? Yep. Andy Richardson is more of the Josh Allen mold because he didn't have the statistical college success. All he has are the physical skills. And you're trying to bet that he will be able, that you can mold and shape and create that on-field success that isn't there yet. Jamarcus Russell won either the Manning or the Maxwell when he was in college. Yeah. Like he he was he also was went like I think like thirty and six as a starter. Yeah, 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 yes, that's a great point, bro. Won a ton of games as well, right? And so like it just and you may be saying, well, T Bob, aren't you working against? your own argument then if you're saying that somebody that was that good sucked and how's Andy Richin going to be dude but that's the great part about subscribing to drafting nihilism if nobody knows anything then you can't ever be wrong and you can always just convince yourself that you can make the most athletic guy good and what I just witnessed this week in Aaron Murray shout out Anthony Richin should be the number one pick overall was a guy who is 6'4 244 that just ran a 44440 faster than Steedy Lamb and set a combine record with a 40 and a half inch vertical and had the highest ever relative athletic score in combine history amongst quarterbacks, beating out Cam Newton, Dante Culpepper, Marcus Mariota, and shockingly, Josh McCown. Woo. How about that, dude? Josh uh, I, man, if, if only football games were played at Indianapolis – Without shoulder pads and you just you know get the oh jump and run and and all that, so he stupid. doesn't produce. And and the, the, the I agree. With, you did say something that is correct. 
the only comp that you can compare him to is Josh Allen because the physical tools are there. He's a, obviously he's more athletic than Josh, and Josh is a hell of an athlete. But I think they're 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 cut from the same cloth. Very physically gifted, can throw the ball a mile. Physical runners, you know, Josh is I think an inch taller, maybe you know five pounds lighter at six five two thirty seven. Anthony Richardson's right around six four two forty four, whatever it was he had measured at this week. So like that is the comp. He is comparing him to Josh Allen. You just hope now that that Josh Allen isn't a one in a million quarterback who's a 56 percent completion guy in, in college then then all of a sudden you know in three years turn into one of the best quarterbacks in the nfl like you hope that is anthony richardson's story i'm just warning you just because it happened once doesn't mean that lightning is going to strike again and all of a sudden anthony richardson is going to turn into the next josh allen's more times than not a quarterback that is a not a very accurate quarterback in college a 54 percent completion guy who played less games as a starter yes he played in some games as a backup yeah. but less games as a starter than josh allen needs to play a lot more football to make that jump at the same pace that josh allen made his jump going from his rookie year to where he is now competing for afc championships week a year in a year it seems like so lightning doesn't strike twice i'd be shocked if it does in this situation i ain't betting my money on him was it awesome to see was it eye-opening that he was putting up all that all those stupid numbers yes it was did we kind of know that he was going to put up pretty good numbers yes we did could he have put those same exact numbers up last year when you do a, a similar type thing at the university of florida before the season because you do they run 40s they do broad they do vertical they do all these fun tests to kind of gauge where you are and and what you need to work on heading towards the season anthony Richardson was a freak then he's a freak now it did not translate to consistent football week in and week out at the college level. And if he can't do it at the college right now, does not give me confidence that he's going to do in the next few years in the NFL. And if you're a top pick in the NFL draft, you are not going to get three years to figure it out. You get maybe two years to figure it out. And then after that, you're moving on. You're considered a bust. And that is where he's going to be trending to if he doesn't have success after the first two seasons. You smell it, Aaron? That's a bullshit, okay, Aaron? Because here you are talking about how, oh, we already knew he was this physical freak. You're not wrong, but you also cannot deny the magnetism of watching a man 6'4", 244, run a 4'4", 40, or jump 40 and a half inches. You can say you already knew he was going to do well. I don't think you knew he was going to set combine records. I don't think you knew he'd run a sub 44540. I don't think you knew he would. I. How about this? Did you know he would throw the ball that well? Because maybe that's what was the most impressive part with some of the um and, and it's on air and everything and I get it. But hey, a lot of people, a lot of quarterbacks have hey, had made money by looking great earlier. Like I agree with you. I knew the numbers would be out of control. Again, I didn't know that they were going to be this out of control. But to me, I thought he looked accurate and he looked good out there flicking it, dude. And there's just so much. Raw potential. Bilbo Baggins says Anthony Richardson is great value. Lamar Jackson, you get the hell up out of here too, Bilbo. That don't make any damn sense. Lamar Jackson is not only way smaller, but he won the Heisman. Okay, he won the Heisman. Even Lamar was a much more proven commodity. And again, you think I'm arguing against myself? I'm not. I'm saying Anthony Richardson was not in a um, uh, the coaching change to Napier. Is 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 Napier great at developing quarterbacks? Like. 
for whatever reason, Anthony Richardson, it's you didn't necessarily get the greatest chance to watch him succeed over time. And then he became a first-round pick, even without the success. So, of course, he has to go apply his trade in the NFL. He's not going to stick around for fun and try to hurt his draft stock. So, like, the only – when you're talking about, you know, the least amount of starts, blah, blah, all I'm hearing is, okay, nowhere to go but up. We're here at the beginning of this journey. Bryce Young may be reaching the apex, right? C.J. Stroud, if he's like other Ohio State quarterbacks, has reached the apex, okay? Anthony Richardson is here at the beginning of his journey, the beginning of the climb back to the top. I think you muted your mic. You muted your mic. You muted your mic. Did, did, did Brumley mute me? Brum, did you mute me? No, you're back. You're back now. I'm back. I'm back. I might have muted you. at the beginning. Oh, damn. <laughs> I don't know if I, it was not intentional, but it looks. But you were. It was wow. on my end. Wow! 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 Trust me, if I if I did that intentionally, you would that would have happened before this moment. Life, life. When you work with you know the center of attention over here, your mic just gets randomly mute so he can have the floor. Um, <laughs> yes, Anthony Richardson is at the very beginning. Is the is is is. Does he have the potential to be a rock star at the, at the next level? Yeah, he does. He does. If if you give me three years, four years, four, give me four years, and and and, and say in 2020, 2026, 2027, I feel really good about Anthony Richardson and what he could be. Give me four years of just slowly bringing him in, getting him work in preseason. You know, letting him play, just let him play and just say whatever. This like this may be an ugly three years, and we may be, you know, at the end of three years, say an eight and eight and nine team, because I think there's one more game now, right? 17. We're at eight and nine team. Then then in year four of a sudden he explodes into the scene. Like, I'm all for it. If you give me that, if I know right now that if 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 you're comfortable as a franchise in three years from now, being a five hundred football team and Anthony Richardson putting up average to below average stats then draft him but you and i know that no fan base after three years is going to sit back and say we're still waiting for this kid to develop we're still waiting for this kid to take that next step we're still going to give him more and more games to develop and get ready and and, and see that potential that we saw at the combine no they're going to want to see it after year two, shoot, they're going to want to see after year one because Bryce is going to start, CJ is going to start, Will Levis is going to start. Those guys are going to win football games. One of them is going to be rookie of the year, and your first pick in the draft is going to be sitting on the bench or he's going to be completing 54% of his passes. And the fans are going to get restless. Look. And in year two, they're going to get restless. Year three, they're going to get restless. If you gave me the perfect scenario, he would be a stud. That is not what this world is made of. This world is instant gratification. And we are, we're just not going to set them up for success, plain and simple. Okay, okay. I get it what you're barking at right here, but the problem is you are presenting a hypothetical as if it is pure fact. There's nothing that says that he has to sit for three years. Like there's really nothing that says. And you can tell me, yeah, but you can tell me that he's not ready, um, but we don't really no, right? I mean, like, like I, 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 I feel you. It is, it is. Every risk is risky, as we've established on snaps. But some risks are riskier than others, right? And this would be higher on the risky scale. Yes, mm-hmm. but what comes with great risk, Aaron? Great reward, okay? Or potential people getting reward. fired. That's what comes. People getting fired. Yeah, That's yeah. what happens. Hey, hey, yeah. drop your nuts, okay? 
Do you want to draft Hercules no, or Zeus? Is yes. Zeus going to run around and impregnate entirely too many women and create a bunch of problems that are going to come back to haunt you probably? But he's going to be really powerful for you here in the short term. I'm just saying, man, look, these are the games you play when trying to find yeah. um, the guy who's going to be your great for so long. And, and when you're picking at the top of the draft specifically, I can understand the attraction of drafting a physical freak the outlier right okay but but let's be clear about that i want to yeah. be painfully clear about this we are splitting hairs okay all of these quarterbacks um there's downsides to all of them in a lot of ways it's a fascinating test of football theory where it, they almost work on an inverse scale okay bryce young best film least physically impressive uh cj stroud second best film third most physically impressive. Will Levis, he's kind of uh, splitting the difference. Right? The third worst film, well, I guess him and C.J. Stroud, but third worst film, but right behind Anthony Richardson in terms of size and everything else you're looking for. And then Anthony yeah. Richardson, worst film, most impressive. So like who emerges and does well out of this group, I'm, I'm, I'm going to find to be very fascinating. And, I think and, C.J.'s, I still think C.J.'s the, 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 the perfect mixture of both though, because C.J. has the film. I go with that. Especially when you especially when you see all what he did versus Georgia, where you know he dropped his nuts and decided to start running the football, has the film and the measurables. Like there, there to me, there's no risk in it. He can throw the ball with the best of them. Great arm talent. Showed off his mobility in, the, in that game versus Georgia. Can run. It's not his first thing. He's he's probably the least athletic of the three of them, but still athletic enough and, and, and able to move in outside the pocket. Great size. Um, to me, yeah. he is the, the, the least risk of all four. All the other ones have major questions. Will Levis taking care of the football. That's, that's QB one-on-one. If you can't take care of the football. I don't trust you. I do not trust you at the end of the day to give you $30 million or where the hell the rookie contract is to run my, run my thing. If you're going to give up rid of the football, Anthony Richardson, accuracy issues, Bryce Young measured at 510, 5'10". CJ is the only one to me that I feel good is not a concern in any category right now. If I'm going to spend that kind of money, I don't want to worry about, I got a 5'10 quarterback. I have an inaccurate quarterback. I have a quarterback that throws interceptions way too much. Like a, there's a lot of money we're talking about here. This isn't a second, third round pick. This is making a guy the face of your franchise yeah. tomorrow. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that yet to interrupt you. I was trying to reinforce your point. No, no, uh, that was you it. Finished that was bad. Um, Brum, Aaron, I feel like I had a fever dream this weekend. And within that dream, I was told that Will Levis has a phobia of milk to the point where he like screams in terror when he sees milk. Was this actually true or was this all a giant internet lie? There's a Reddit post and went back to Jacob Infante. Um, I'm, I'm going to look it up real quick. Brum, did you come across this at all? I this, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Wait, this is the first you're hearing of this too? Yes. None of y'all heard about this. Man, I've heard he's got he's got the weird food stuff because he's got he's the one who puts mayo on everything. Yes, exactly. So okay. there are incredible um, headlines. One NFL drop top draft contenders so afraid of milk. Why NFL draft prospects Mayo and his blah 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 like it's just really like it's just a bizarre. I, but I have not gotten to the bottom of milk okay, game, if so you will. This appears mm -hmm. Jacob Infante, who looks like a legitimate 
verified account, which whatever that means nowadays, lead NFL draft analyst, Bears writer, WC Gridiron. Um, and he has about 32,000 followers. He, he says that a source told him that a legitimate concern, who's exactly a legitimate concern NFL teams have with Kentucky quarterback Will Levis is his, quote, deathly fear of milk. I've been told he screams in terror even at the sight of milk, let alone the taste. It impedes his daily tasks, a source said. I'm worried how he'll fit in an NFL program. What? <laughs> what? Boys, is this true? I, 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 I'm going on, I'm going, I'm going, you talk about something else. I'm going to investigate the Mayo, bro. I'm telling you, Aaron, the Mayo coffee thing. This, does this not explain it? Like, is this not right in line as to how you end up putting mayonnaise in your coffee? Cause you're afraid of a little milk boy. It does. Yeah. I mean, it, it's perfectly in line. He sees a woman. Will Levis sees eat, a woman. Eat the, eat the peel with the, the banana. Yeah, but he sees a woman breastfeeding at the park and he pisses down his leg. I can't have that man stand in the pocket. <laughs> if I'm a D lineman, no. I'm going to carry a little cafeteria milk carton. And when I'm rushing the passer, I'm just going to shake it on him like, like he's being baptized or something. He's going to lose his mind. Um, Thomas, are you, said, are you wild? Are you, he can't be drafted. I agree, dude. Are you, are you concerned? I mean, the, the best photo of the weekend still was Bryce was at the podium and in, in, and wearing what looked like so no bulls the new i guess there's their first year no bulls like a workout company yeah sponsoring the, the combine so it looked like he was wearing essentially platform shoes like something my wife would wear with a sundress on a beautiful saturday here in, in georgia like literally probably three inches four inches platform shoes Smart. walking Smart. around like he had the worst photos of of the weekend between you know be, being next to six five guys getting photos wearing platform shoes and then at the end of the day measuring at 510 or is you're an offensive lineman you're six four you're a massive human being so what are your thoughts when a 510 quarterback walks into the huddle compared to like a six three six four quarterback uh i don't give a shit about the height i know i know mm -hmm. it makes it way harder on them um, like uh, way harder on the average five ten person to play that position, but I've seen successful five ten six foot quarterback play. So like, have you have like, you seen? Like, when's like, the last like, time you saw a successful five ten quarterback? When's the last time? I mean, look, I will I will argue that Baker was really good until he tried to play hurt two years ago, and then the wheels fell off, and they fell off fast because like he set the NFL up. record for rookie touchdown quarterbacks. Is he Baker feels five ten to me? Um, Kyler Murray's last five ten, he five, 10 was quarterback was there. Doug, Doug Flutie. Flutie. <laughs> Okay, I get. Oh, look, my point is, those guys, but even like six foot, like five ten, is that a massive yeah. difference? Like, is Drew Brees six yes. feet tall? Uh, maybe we go to Drew Brees combine yes, measurements. Drew's, Drew's he feels six. like a five eleven. Okay, he's a six foot boy. Um, yes. I don't know. I just feel like those guys. I mean, Bryce Young said it. Now, again, very funny quote. How he said it. he said, "I've been this size my whole life," which I don't think Bryce Young came out of the womb at five ten. But I get what he's saying, right? He's learned oh, to play no. football at that height. I trust Bryce Young to play football. I'm just worried about the the getting hit part, right? Like, I'm not worried about him seeing over the line. I'm not worried about him being able to find receivers. I am, I am worried about a 5'10", 190. Because like you said, Aaron, um, you pointed this out. It's a great point. He, he, he gains weight for this event, but he doesn't do anything physical because he's heavy. And then he he's going to take it off to get to his, like, good playing weight. Uh, I, I, I am, yeah, I, I am worried about – I'm more worried about that. This is how dumb my brain is. 
I'm more worried about that than I ever was during the year. And it's just mm-hmm. because I saw him walk into the combine with a six five tight end. I saw him stand next to Mina Kimes, who she said had four inch heels on. And then I, I saw the platform shoes. So I just saw these visuals this weekend that really reinforce what a tiny man he is. Mm-hmm. And then you see someone like Darnell Washington, who's standing at the podium and he looks like he literally stepped oh. out of um, a fantasy story and he's like Hagrid's half giant cousin and he's like leaned over like this to try to talk they have the mic all the way up and he's still like hunched over all the way down here to be able to put his mouth by it. it's just it's a big man's league dude it's a big man's league and it's, it is, it's just it a rough big, visuals for Bryce. big man's league but look he never got hurt in college so maybe I'm being really maybe I'm he did get hurt last year surprised. he did get hurt last year he hurt his yeah, shoulder last year one game yeah one game right just saying, maybe he did two. get hurt you can't say he wasn't hurt he was hurt yeah um yeah that's yeah, true that's true this is the interesting question because you you have two ends of the spectrum of of the situation you have the proven commodity that is significantly undersized 510 like like T Bob said, I said last week, he put on we knew he was gonna weigh heavy because he announced that he wasn't gonna do any events. Bryce Young's real playing weight is probably somewhere between 190 to 195 on a good day. But 190. Yeah. If he wants to be the Bryce Young that we're used to seeing moving in outside the pocket, being that elusive, um, making defenders miss, he's gonna be more that 185 to 190 range. So you got a 5'10, 185 quarterback playing in the big boy league. Where everyone is, you know, looks like Darnell Washington and Aaron Donald with, you know, 300 pounds with six packs. Then you have the Anthony Richardson of the world, who's an unproven commodity, who is 6'4, 244. Yes. This, I, I, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, what is, what, what is, what is the least risky situation here? The quarterback that is, is completely undersized or the, the, the raw project. That is unproven. Exactly, exactly. Because you know that's you why, can't. You know you why. can't. You know you can't teach Aaron. You can't teach size. Still, I, you I can't know, teach I size. Know. It's a classic football uh, cliche. Search your year. feelings. Not you know it year. to be true. <laughs> not exactly. the year to be drafting a quarterback. A hundred percent. Not the year. To no, not when you got. Not when you got. This Drake sucks. May, Caleb Williams, and Michael Penix <laughs> coming up oh, next wow, year, wow. who are all giant and can and throw a mile. Uh, yeah, and Bo. Well, yeah, maybe a little bit of stolen valor there for mm, Bo no, Nix getting that top three, dude. Um, boy Stetson though? How about Stetson had a hell of a combine? Stetson looked really good. Stetson made it back have, on, you know. I thought we were doing said, Stetson. He, I thought he, finally you had let go. He you said put the right down things. The okay. No. What do you say about getting arrested? He said the right things. He fucked up. I he, he called himself. He said yeah, stupid. No, for Shouldn't sure. have done it. You know, there's no way to get around it. Like he got arrested. There's that's like that's like when know, a player throws a, a horrible pick or like has a bad fumble and he walks up. He's like, "That's on me, coach." It's like, well, no shit. Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. it's on. I'm glad uh, you're on up to it. Yeah. Like, I know it's on you. It wasn't on me. <laughs> I didn't fumble. My mom. My mom. It's funny. I, I there was a game. I think it was when I was in the XFL. I threw a couple of interceptions, but the, it felt really good though. Like the throws, the body just felt like in sync. The ball was spinning. It was a thing of beauty. So after the game, I was like, what happened? What happened? I was like, I don't know, but it felt really good. But I was like, well, it doesn't really matter how good it felt. It still was an interception. I'm like, I know, but I'm like, I'm trying to look at the silver lining. At least like, it felt like my body was like the best it has felt throwing a football in a long time. So like, I'll take that 
uh, as is kind of like a you know now I just got to work on throwing to my guys and not the other team. Oh my god! But, it felt, hey, uh, coach, look, no, man, he looked good. Greatly with the hand, ran fast. Greatly with the hand. I'm good, coach. I don't know, but damn, it felt good. Uh, it's kind of like my golf swing when I just hit it far left. I was like, damn, that but it felt good coming off the club head. It just <laughs> whoosh, left. It went over left center field over the damn trees. Um, but yes, so, that's but 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 sets in, but sets in a good three or four rounds. Sets okay. in a very good day. Sets in a very very good day. J Lab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. J Lab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics: UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, are pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bowl flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the black buffalo herd, Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. (laughs) Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, (laughs) do you you do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." 
Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The NBA season is heating up, boys. We're here at the end, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And that's because, or one of the reasons is, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if that first bet doesn't win. So you download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is safe, secure, easy to use. And then look, whether it's uh, the, the money line, point spreads, individual player props, you want to do same game parlays, you want to do multi-game parlays, you get there late and you want to bet live, that's all there for you. They have an entire Thursday night on TNT tab that you can just go check out. And if it's your first time, sign up, use the promo code SNAPS. And if you want, however much you're going to deposit, say like a couple hundred bucks, however much you're comfortable with, um, you can actually play that in that no sweat first bet. And if you hit, bam, you've doubled. If you don't, well, guess what? You get that money back in bonus bets with which to play. So what are you waiting for? FanDuel.com slash snaps. FanDuel.com slash snaps. And if you're in Massachusetts, get ready because FanDuel is coming soon. So make sure you check out FanDuel.com slash mass and take advantage of their great pre-live offers. And let's make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, I'll tell you, you had a good day was uh, your Brolin Nolan as all the graphics of Nolan running a faster 40 than like Stefan Diggs. And they do like they do like the Mario Kart or like racing game ghost trial thing, right? Where they actually put the the players so you have like a great visual representation if they were to race this is how it look and like he's out there beating deandre hopkins stefan diggs just these elite nfl wide receivers that was insane to see and then and then afterwards did a great job of just pumping george on the interview he was literally telling the reporter as like as a pitch to recruiters of recruits about why you should go to the university of georgia afterwards but no uh didn't have the production but when you're a defensive end that can put up those kind of stats, then this is the hard thing. I mean, are, are you wow. drafting someone, which I'm not a believer in the combine, are you drafting someone off of combine or are you drafting someone off the tape? Are you drafting off the combine or are you drafting off the tape? The um, Well, I mean, it's that's a, I that's do know it. that there's – it's, it's different schools a lot. I mean – it's like Dan Campbell's yes. been very much out there saying there is nothing that I will see at the combine that is going to change yeah. my mind. So like that's a tape drafter, but there will be guys who are going to be willing and, and look, and that does work out sometimes. Now it's risk, but like there, there are plenty of smaller school guys that grew late or pretty guys who are physical freaks. Maybe they haven't had the coach. They, they probably put the tape on though. If you're a small school guy, you're not going to the combine unless you put on really good tape. Which someone or unless see. you're like, like a physical, yeah, like, unless you're like a physical freak, yeah. But even then, though, like you, the combines bringing the best of the best of the best. They're not going to go get some guy because he right. looks good. You're like right. you, if you're at a small school, you better put some crazy stats in order to get to the combine. So that's why you see those guys have success and, and maybe not even put up great numbers. But I don't know. I, I'm more on Dan Campbell's 
playground with this one of the sense of like you've seen these guys play anywhere from 12 to 30 something games there's plenty of tape to know what what the player's about like you don't need to go to a combine and see them run your scouts and gms have been to their games you've watched every single cut up every single tape of them you know what you're getting to me the most important part of the combine is the meetings you want to know the 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 you know, mental side of it. If you put a quarterback on the board, can he diagnose coverages? Can he break down plays? Can he say why certain plays worked? Can you sit down with him and watch film and say, why did you do this? Why did you do that? What are you seeing here? Same thing with the yeah. defensive guy. Why did you kind of, you know, do this or that or the other? To me, that's the more important thing. We focus so much on the running, the jumping, the throwing, the catching, when that is all proven on the tape. I knew Anthony Richardson was fast from the very first game versus Utah when he ran for a 50-yard touchdown. I could have said right there and there, that dude looks like he runs a 4-4. I don't need him to go put on shorts and go run in the combine to reassure me that he runs a 4-4. No, you did. No, you still no, no, you no, still no. needed to see it. You absolutely still needed to see no, it. You 100%. Don't. No, you don't. Turn and, the tape, okay, there's then, plenty of runs of Anthony Richardson running at his size, and it looks like he's running a 4-4. But then no you're difference. also then you're also admitting then that if he is in those whiteboard meetings and he's doing well, then that they are all privy to information that we are not privy to. Like if he is in those meetings and yep. he's like, because he T-Pat said Anthony Richardson is a athletic freak, but what's the deal with not being able to handle the playbook? I'm guessing I missed some stories intimating that Anthony Richardson couldn't handle the playbook at Florida. I haven't heard um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't either, but this idea of, sure, I mean, I understand doubting, you know, can he handle it in the NFL level, given his low completion percentage and everything else that he had in college, but being able to handle on the NFL level mentally is a huge test for anyone, right? Like, there are plenty, like, that. that that's kind of, the, that, that that's really, in a lot of ways, the main deciding factor between who makes it in that league and who doesn't. Because uh, at, at this yeah. point, everybody's a physical dog. Who can be relied upon not to have MAs, missed assignments, right? Those are the guys that end up making it. So if you're concerned about AR in that regard, you're concerned about everybody in in that regard. And that's where, to Aaron's point, you got to start to trust those meeting evaluations that you're yes, doing. You have to just yes, I thought, the, to me, going through the process, I guess I'm I'm a little bit different because I couldn't do any of the physical things. I was coming off an ACL, so it's hard for me to say like I I I moved up the draft board or dropped because of my you know performance at this that and the other my forty or my I didn't do any of that. But I do know that like those meetings I had with all those teams, I met with Kansas City the night before pro day with Matt Nagy for an hour, and we sat down and we watched film and we broke down plays and we talked about how this play is similar to their play and then you know breaking it down of why this play worked. We watched the LSU tape actually, uh, 2013, two-minute drive. And we broke down the two-minute drive and we broke down their plays they use in two-minute and how they're similar. And, 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 and he really got an opportunity to kind of see what I'm like in the meetings. To me, that was the most valuable meeting I had or most valuable part of the entire process because yeah. he got to see me process the playbook. He got to see me process a two-minute drill, which is extremely important for any quarterback getting ready at any single level. So um, everything I heard, though, from Anthony Richardson was he 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 knocked out the ballpark with the meetings. I think that oh. did help him oh. over oh, the really? weekend as well. Okay. But I didn't hear anything negative from the – it's not like I heard any negative from the other quarterbacks of like C.J. Stroud or Bryce or Will Levis shooting the bed at the meetings. Like 
All of them well, did well. They're all very close quarterbacks. We heard Will Levis is deathly afraid of milk. Okay. Besides so Will Levis did not escape the weekend unscathed. He's a little lactose yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he'd be laughing. I guess he'd be laughing. Does he like? Does he, does he do oat milk? Get the get the get the almond. Milk. I, it, it, I I feel like if you have a phobia of milk, that oat milk, almond milk, like any milk, is gonna fall under that banner. Maybe it's a I, cow it, thing. I no. See, that's what I'm saying. Is it I would be cows. I would be even more shocked if it was specifically a bovine milk problem where like if you have nut milk, he's fine. Just nah, nah, dude. No cow udders. Everything's good from where are you at on Milkgate? Have, have you been doing research? I have not debunked Milkgate, but I have also not found a second source of Milkgate. So it's all. Okay. So every it's all from Infante. Yes. Who is a legitimate reporter. Yeah, yeah, he's a legit reporter. And, like, you don't just put that out there. Like, and, and no. granted, the source could be playing some sort of insane games. I don't know why he would. No. Potentially, the source is playing insane games. But somebody told Infante that. Somebody that he believes knows what he's talking about. For, yeah, yeah, Alvo's right. You, you, you definitely. You, uh, you, know, you, know, you know his first meeting, his first meeting, some asshole <laughs> offensive lineman is going to just have a card of milk. <laughs> In front of his seat in the team meeting, you know that's going to happen, oh God, and he's not going to be able to move it. It would, they will say, "Don't you touch it." it you that's actually so that. mean. If he has a real phobia, and he's just going to be like having an anxiety <laughs> attack, like pissing himself hey, the entire time, oh, they're going to break it. They're going to break him. They're going to break him. He needs to be. Breaking. Yeah, it's called it's called immersion therapy. Okay, if you're scared, if you have like a irrational phobia. Um, one form of therapy, right? I'm pretty sure is to immerse yourself in it, like to confront all that shit head on with people who can kind of be there and help guide you. Isn't this the whole plot of Batman Begins? Um, in what way? And that he has to like go among the bats to become the bats to embrace his fear. Is that like the whole thing? Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, I see. I see your angle now. Yes, like he he gets scared of bats because he falls into the hole that one time, and then he he yes he he immerses himself in bat culture so far as to becoming the Batman to prove he is no longer afraid, and also to hopefully instill the same fear that he once had in the criminal underworld. So we just need Will Levis to become the milkman. Obviously. Yeah, the milkman. <laughs> he goes. He starts going to the game as a form of immersion therapy in a full milkman outfit with, like, yeah. you know, the the old the six pack of glass get, milk bottles. The endorsement he would get from some milk yep. company if he did overcome That's his true. fears, and they were the ones to help him overcome it, would be um, a lot of money. Would be epic. So there's money in the Gut table milk. here. Will overcome your He's fear. Like, Gut milk. I didn't. In fact, I used to be terrified, but that was before I del- tried the delicious bow vibe. I up there, you go. Easy money, writes itself. Um, you we didn't even talk about the guy who had the best combine of the day, Blake Freeland, offensive lineman from BYU, six eight three zero eight thirty seven inch vertical. I apologize on amp. I said forty. 37-inch vertical, highest ever by an alignment. He had a broad jump of 10 feet, first in the group. He had a 40-yard dash of 498, second to, I think, your boy from Georgia. And then he had a 10-yard split of 168, which was actually first mm. in 
um, in, in the whole combine. And he was a third-team All-American this year, so wow. he can actually play football as well. Shout-out, wow. Blake Freeland. Can you imagine a 6'8", 300-pound man jumping 37 inches? That um, cool. that, that kind of boggles comprehension. Like, that defies comprehension. I still think Darnell had the better better combine. Seeing that guy run at tight end. Because, like, I get the whole offensive lineman running – but like, at what point are you going to see an offense lineman running in the open space like that? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, one that, six eight that, split. I didn't say run. I talked about the vert and yeah, the ten yard split as being the best parts. When it, when, okay. When's offense lineman? I guess it shows power, and you have to get in those yes. legs, get yeah. up through there. Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all. But Darnell, a lot of the things that he got measured in, he's going to have to actually show. Like he's going to have to jump. He's going to have to run straight ahead. He's going to have to move and, and adjust his body in different ways. I just think the combine, why it's really sexy for an offensive lineman to put up those kind of stats, those measurables are more geared towards skill guys because they're actually going to perform most of their things in a day-to-day. Like Darnell's, like I said, going to have to run and jump and do all those things. I thought he had a hell of a combine. Like his one-handed catch on the sideline at 6'7 mm-hmm. and grabbing it like a loaf of bread, I was like – well, I mean, First it looks pick. like a loaf. First it round looks pick. like a it tiny little Nerf pick. ball in his hand. Uh, Trey Palmer. Uh, yeah, 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 yes, eleven inch hands. Trey Palmer ran a four three three forty for the wide receiver group. If you're an LSU fan, one of the great ironies is that Trey Palmer ended up being a better wide receiver prospect than did Kayshawn Booty. And honestly, Kayshawn oh, Booty's Kayshawn. probably oh. one of the big stories here as. Um, uh, fill time for a second, Aaron. Well, I, I I thought I had booty stats in my notes from the show this yeah, morning. Yeah, Kayshawn crapped the bet. Just that's all you need to yep. know. Kayshawn had a terrible one. Of the, I think he had bottom, if not worse, receiver stats on the. Okay, I got it. My split. bad. I got it. Here we go. No, I got his bad. numbers. There you go. go ahead. Uh, so Kayshawn Booty, who said before that he thought he was going to run a four three, which immediate huh. red flag. Who are you training with? that is giving you permission to say publicly you're going to run a 4-3 to then turn in a 4-5 and a 4-6-7. But then the worst part, 29-inch vertical. 29, bro. 29. That is the lowest of the entire wide receiver group. The 9-10 broad is second lowest, bro. I jumped 30 back in the day. Mm. 29, that Mm. is stone-footed. So it's wild to me that Trey Palmer, a former LSU wide receiver, leaves to go to Nebraska, catches for 1,100 yards this last year, and then just puts up a 4-3-3-40 while Kayshawn is just left in the dust. I mean, I don't know when he gets drafted now. Um, All right, we need to talk pods here in a second, but I got one more part on Will Levis. So Thomas Dare is asking a great question. What happens when he gets a woman pregnant? I think if I was his therapist as a form of immersion, immersion therapy, I would make Will Levis breastfeed, okay, right alongside his baby. So you got a little baby, baby's on one boob, Will Levis is on the other boob. Because, dude, if a fucking baby can do it, you can do it, okay? Like, you can't mm-hmm. be terrified of milk if your own two-week-old child is suckling from a teat. Will, call us, okay? We can help you get ready for your NFL career. You're going to get a girl pregnant, and then you're going to suckle right alongside your child, and you're going to be all pro. It's all it's going to take to get over for what's holding you back. Um, Kimberly Hicks says, either Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud will be the first QB drafted. Kimberly, we're actually kind of in agreement there. I've twisted my brain up so much that today when you ask me, that's where I 
that's where I land is. I think those are probably my top two guys. Um, anything else on Milkgate, Aaron, before we move on to Saban and uh, being uh, a little whiny yeah, boy, let's, a little let's do Saban tomorrow. Okay. I was going to say, okay, cause Saban has, there's tomorrow. a lot to chew on there. Not, we cannot finish Saban in 10 minutes. No, you're right. That's my no, bad. We just I got agree. so excited talking about combine. Weekend. And, well, the milk thing really derailed us. And you know what's so funny? I did an entire three-hour morning show this morning without mentioning Milkgate. That, that's why I said it felt like a fever dream. Just during the show, it came back to me like, wait, like Saturday? Did I? Am I making this up? Like, did I read about Will Levis having a milk phobia? Uh, but yeah, in, in fact, he does. Aaron, okay, as a tease for tomorrow, um, how do you feel about Georgia getting Auburn, Florida, Kentucky, though? I love that for them. Uh, you knew you were going to get Florida. You knew you were going to get Auburn. And the question was, you know, would you get a non-traditional powerhouse with football? Like, with it, this is all about football. This has nothing to do with basketball or baseball or these other great the SECs are great for all these, as we've seen. But um, I like it because Kentucky is still somewhat of a, a, a good rival. You play them every year in the East. Fans know them. It's a fun trip to Lexington, you know, the years you do go there, but they're not someone that you're concerned with year in the year. I like that because there's always a possibility that Auburn can can be successful. There's always a possibility Florida can get their crap together and be successful. They both won national championships, actually multiple national championships in the past 20 years or been to them at least. So you have two traditionals, your two biggest rivals, and then one that's kind of like a, you know, good, fun competition, good trip, but not someone that you're too worried about. So... They look good to me. Very, very happy. Stamp of approval if I'm a Georgia Bulldog with those three teams. Yeah, we'll get into it tomorrow. But from the LSU perspective, I do love um, Texas A&M, yep. Ole Miss, and Alabama. I am very into that. Um, ask the chat. All right, Aaron, Brum, uh, whole milk, reduced fat milk, or skim milk? Where you all at? I am uh, a mixture of whole milk and almond milk. Uh oh! You drink almond milk like just to drink milk, or like with cereal? I, never, I don't. I never literally. I don't know. The last time I like had a a like a cup of milk to drink. This is more what about like, like with a cookie? Because that's the only time I ever have it. With, uh, see, I have cereal every day, so I, I mix it oh, up. Depends if I'm feeling okay. a little. If I want a little bit more yumminess, I'll steal some milk from Maddox. Don't tell him on me. I'll steal some of his milk. And uh, is that and, breast and milk for my cereal? No, no, he's fucking almost three. It's no, it's, hey. it's whole milk. Hey, I had a cousin, dude. I had a cousin that breastfed till their kid was like four. It was, uh, it was a thing. No, I'm not stealing. I'm not really, stealing Miles' milk. I'm just stealing Maddox's milk, it's, which is it's know, weird milk. having a it's talking sweet. child ask to have a breast placed into its mouth. It's, it just makes everybody a little uncomfortable. Uh, sorry, I missed this Cody Tony Wilson super chat from earlier. Aaron, uh, if you're not going to coach, go back to the XFL. Oh, no. God, I, I shit the bed. We should both go try out. I feel like I lost, I lost my ability to play quarterback like three years ago. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it's like you feel like you're still athletic. And then when I got to the AF and like it just wasn't, your body just was not working the same as I did back in the day. It just, that's what I say. Like the one day I threw two picks, it was like the last game of the season, but it felt really good coming off my hand. I was like, fuck man. Like I actually feel like I can throw the ball again. Now I just need to figure yeah. out how to throw to my team. So, uh, but then the season ended, unfortunately. So I never got that one more game to see if I could put it all together again. 
but no, my body is not just in the, in, that in is interesting perspective though. Right. Because for a lot of us, our journey comes to an end when we're just not good enough anymore from a skill standpoint. It's interesting mm -hmm. when your body just stops working. Like I was still in my physical prime when I was just no longer skilled enough. Um, it, it, it was yeah. my own kind of physical ceiling, but to just suddenly have like, oh yeah, I fucking nailed that. And then the throw goes like, 10 yard short and picked <laughs> off. That's a, like that, that's got to be a weird <laughs> thing to kind of marry uh, mentally. <laughs> it's really tough. Um, it's just to not play competitive sport and then try to like just pick it up again three years later. Cause it was, it was like two or three year, years later and just say like, Oh, I can go, like I can go do that. That's fine. Just give me a football. I'll go figure it out. No, like your body just is it. it the twitch is not there. It, it's it really is not the same, unfortunately. Because I was really excited about getting an opportunity, but um, fortunately, the body was not where the mind was when hey, it came to performing. Yes, the mind was willing, the body was not. Doug Keller with the two dollars yeah. super chat. Anthony Richens comp is Trey Lance. What do you think, Aaron? Uh, I think that's more likely than Josh Allen. Yeah, but we haven't we haven't also yeah, I think so same. Too, this is the same situation though. Trey's been what given two years, and we're already saying the 49ers need to move on from him. Like, this is the to me, that is the exact where I have with Anthony Richardson. If he doesn't perform in two years, they're gonna want to move on from him. So, the difference Trey is, is a maybe, perfect example. So, I was gonna say, What's maybe this isn't the, maybe this isn't the difference though, if somebody trades up, but what kind of screwed over Trey Lance was having the Niners give up so many resources for him. So already you've already taken the pressure of being a top five pick and you've like doubled or tripled it. Right. And then you're talking about a good 49ers team that was already relevant. So it's like, so, yeah. so, so it's kind of a double whammy of, Oh, you're supposed to successfully replace a quarterback that already went to the super bowl. Only you're unproven and you gave up multiple first round picks. Whereas if you're like, yeah, but uh, if Andy the trades Panthers. up, they're going to be trading up. They're going to be giving. Oh, that's, some why stuff that's why up, I said. That's why I said. That's why I said. I said if somebody yeah. trades up, then we fall further into the Trey Lance rabbit hole. Yep. But but if you can get him without trading up, then it is maybe a bit. And also, if you're a team that's already shitty, and you stay crappy, like that sucks. But that kind of is what it is. Whereas, even though Garoppolo is nothing to write home about statistically, he does go to like NFC championships and Super Bowls. And so, if yep. you're not achieving that same thing, it's like, well, what the hell, man. So, um, yeah, and then Brock Purdy did kind of ruin Trey Lance. Kimberly's right. Yep. Uh, yeah, I agree with Kimberly. Y'all stop trying to compare my guy. Anthony Richardson's comp is himself. I want Anthony Richardson no. to be Anthony Richardson. Old Tony R, my fucking I boy. I need Anthony Richardson to be a lot better than Anthony Richardson, or he'll be <laughs> you know, a boss. <laughs> I don't want a 54% completion okay. quarterback. I'm okay. sorry. I actually, that, 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 that I can't. That ain't what I want. That was well done. Sorry. I can't argue yeah. against that. I will say this. Um, Trey Lance's combine results, uh, you know, let's let's be careful giving him stolen valor compared to uh, 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 Richardson because – oh, wait, I just had them. Where'd they go? Because it's it's it's, it's nothing close. It's a 49240 it's a 32 inch vertical. It ain't it ain't anything like what you saw out of um out of our boy. All right, Joe. Uh, what round is Josh Allen real quick? Pull, pull up Josh Allen. What was Josh Allen's 
combine results. All right, let's see. Uh, while I do that, Aaron, what round does Max Duggan go? Oh, man. Uh, fifth, six. He was behind Stetson. Okay. Okay, just expound. Just expound a little bit. You little Can we go further? I thought you were, I thought you had it ready. No, it went to Josh Max Allen, is, Kentucky is it, pass rusher. Oh, yeah, that's not what we want. Uh, Max Duggan, don't believe him as a passer. A great athlete. Um, but he just 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 doesn't really spin it the way you want to spin it. So uh, if, if I'm, if I'm looking for a quarterback mid round, I'm going to lean more towards Stetson somewhere in that third, fourth, possibly in the fifth, but it is a quarterback needy league and he is athletic. And it depends on what your offensive system is. If your offensive system is, you know, an offense that wants to maybe involve the quarterback run a little bit, then, then yeah, maybe you draft him somewhere in the fourth. But I just think that there's such a drop off of throwing the football. And if you cannot throw the football in the NFL, uh, they're going to pay you millions of dollars. You're going to be in trouble there. So I could see him dropping a little bit. Um, Josh Allen ran a four seven five. He jumped thirty three okay. and a half inches. He weighed in at two thirty seven, height of almost six five, right on the edge of six five, ten inch hands. So he's so Anthony Rich is like a better Josh Allen from a yeah, um, exactly. from a physical yeah. perspective. Uh, and everybody asking the chat, I loved season three premiere of Mando. It's just so much fun. It reset the table. Don't, don't I would it. really recommend watching the Boba Fett episodes before you dive into season three if the last thing you saw is the end of season two. But yeah, man, Mando to me just feels like playing with action figures when I was a kid. It's so much fun. Aaron, mm. where'd you get? How far did y'all get in the Boba Fett episode? We are about halfway through the first Boba Fett that we need yep. to watch. So we still have that half to finish tonight, the next one, and then hopefully watch Mando on Thursday or Friday. Um, Blake Walters, I believe it's episode six and seven of Boba. And yes. um, it's episode uh, five and six. Yeah, I, five see, and I six. thought I looked it up this weekend, though, man. I looked it up for Aaron, and I thought I saw. It's definitely six five and six because I definitely. I started it. watching five last night. Yeah, I watched five last okay, night. Okay, okay, so it's five, five and six. My bad. Well, oh, shit. Whatever, dude. My bad. Five and six. Five and six. Good call. And um, Avo, I'm going to say Aaron does not watch anime. Brum, have you ever watched an anime? Uh, it's been a long time, but not recently. Have you? Did, what about like even like a Spirited Away? You know, one I've seen Spirited Away. Okay, Studio Ghibli rules. My neighbor Totoro is one of my daughter's favorite movies. Incredible. You should watch Akira. Okay, if you want uh, Kira, if you want to do a um, a classic like dip your toe in the anime waters, I don't think that I don't think that Aaron's gonna be much of a. Did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z no. at least, Aaron? No, that is my foray to anime as well. Dragon Ball Z. Tampa does not is Pokemon strike me considered as a, anime. Uh, the TV show Pokemon, yes, is an anime. Okay, right did you watch that? Either, but just was wondering. No, oh, God, <laughs> just wow, two fifty eight. <laughs> hey, okay, relax. Bye. I got the clock. Aaron, we love you. You can go I gotta ahead and take go. a piss before my next say, show. Yep, you go ahead and go. Go ahead. You're good. You can go. I'm going to say bye to everyone and thank everyone. Um, huge thank you to Ryan Brumley, Paul Ferry, to Pat Gunner, Danny Carnez, Adam Gracia. Huge thank you to everyone who hangs out in the chat. Eventually, I will watch Demon Slayer. I apologize, um, my, my anime friends. Uh, a huge thank you to FanDuel for having us here. Promo code SNAPS, y'all. A massive thank you to Con Coward and The Volume. We really do love doing this show. If you like it, a couple things you do. 
hit the like button. Uh, as I'm always bugging y'all, please rate and review it wherever you listen to your pods. If you enjoy it, if it's on Apple or Spotify or whatever. And um, we will see you tomorrow for some brand new snaps. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.